0: Welcome to Alphabet Fly, an encyclopedic Marvel journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is... Daniel
1: Hello, hello, hello.
0: So, I didn't plan this, but yeah, this is Christmas. And
1: I've been a naughty boy.
0: We're gonna fill you with holiday cheer with a season-appropriate character who definitely... Corresponds with Christmas on purpose. Can't the wait the shocker.
1: <laughs> yeah, when I when I think Christmas, I think the shocker.
0: Uh, I think of uh just a that quilted yellow bodysuit.
1: God, it is a very bad suit.
0: I I find it very charming. It's a bad suit, but I find it very charming. I liked
1: him in the uh, spectacular Spider-Man, where he was also a cowboy for some reason.
0: You know, cowboys are cool. I like cowboys. Yeah. What do you know about the Shocker?
1: Uh, I know he's got very bad costume tastes. He's got like electric powers, but it's uh, not as cool as the other one, Electro. And uh, he is a Spider-Man villain, but he's like a C-tier Spider-Man villain.
0: So he doesn't have electric powers. He has vibrational powers. Uh, whatever. Which- he's one of the few like spider man villains in like the fantastic uh, not the fantastic six. I mean the sinister six that can't become like a godlike figure. But almost everyone who's listening, if you've had any exposure to Spider-Man in most versions of Spider-Man including the Marvel the Marvel movie, you'll know basically what the Joker is. Well, you saw him in a cartoon. One of the many, many Spider-Man cartoons. Yep. So, uh, this is his current outfit. Has
1: so he gotten any better? Nope, that's the... That's basically what I'm used to seeing, and it's still very bad.
0: It's a, it's a little bit better than... Not a lot. It's a little bit. I mean, he has, he has like, a, a racing stripe down his leg. You know, it looked real good when he's squatting. Actually, no, I need to commission that now. I need to commission just, just like, the Center, center 6, just Slav Squatting. That <laughs> like, would be it's pretty like good. A I'm bad...
1: imagining that now, and that's pretty good in my head.
0: No, it is pretty good. I have a lot of things I need to commission. So, uh, I mean, artists, like, you know, <laughs> if you want to offer me a good rate, like, I'll pay you for some real primo stuff. Yeah, so his name is Herman Schultz.
1: Okay. Much like everything else about him, I am not wowed by that.
0: He's a burglar and hired assassin. Um, his identity is publicly known. And yet he continues to wear that very bad suit. He he is born in New York, New York, and just stayed there. Hmm. Actually, no, recently he did go down to Jersey City to harass uh, Miss Marvel. Hmm. Well, it didn't, not to harass her, but he thought it would be an easier town to be, like, a, the criminal mastermind in. So I've
1: always kind of wondered about that, especially, like, Spider-Man villains who mostly just, like, want to rob stuff, like...
0: Just go just to move, another city! man! Yeah, like, just... Like, no, like, there was, there was a plot line in like, actually, San Francisco's not good, because there's lots of superheroes there, too. Um, Like, bas- basically, just go middle. Just yeah, go like, somewhere in the Rhino my
1: bro, Spider Man is not gonna follow you to Kansas. Like, just no. go.
0: No, like there's a lot of wealth concentrated in the Midwest. You just have to go to the right places. Like, but but yeah, no, there's a, a storyline in uh Ancient Ancient Venom, which was a really good run. I like mm-hmm. it a lot. Flash Thompson with the Venom yeah. symbiote. Yeah. Murder Spider Man, as I like to call him. Uh, and he moved to Philadelphia. Nice. And they he became instantly became like a celebrity overnight because there was an, almost no heroes there. Yeah. And they finally had like more help to deal with like the villains. We finally there. got
1: one, guys. We got a superhero. Like,
0: like you could you could get so much local celebrity. Yeah. Like hell, he could have just gone and pretended to be a hero in someplace else.
1: Yeah, I mean, what what's your competition? The Great Lake Avengers.
0: <laughs> Their leader, his only ability is to not die permanently. <laughs> so, actually, Big Bertha is actually kind of a contender. But they're also all dumb. But whatever. There's also think-
1: like six of them for all of the Midwest. It's fine. they <laughs> will find <laughs> some room. It's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but but here here's here's our here here's our advice go someplace where there's less people yeah like you could like go to Arizona there's no villas there it's all old people there's a lot of wealth concentrated there
1: man you could go to Florida that's I mean that's already the Wild West like you'd have a great time in Florida
0: well you'd have to deal with Scott Lang he lives in Miami
1: he, hmm. he
0: lives in Miami I for a while to Orlando then
1: there are more <laughs> cities than Miami and Florida, like, come on! It's not that hard!
0: He's single. Shockingly. <laughs> okay, um, and he used to be a member of the Master of Evil. Also, I don't know why it doesn't say he's part of the Sinister Six, because he's been part of multiple Sinister Sixes.
1: He's just, uh, kind of forgettable, I guess. They forgot to submit his name when they were getting t-shirts.
0: Well, there's actually, uh, if you get the chance, definitely read The Superior Foes of Spider-Man, because it's real good. Um, And he is kind of the person that everyone doesn't want to hang out with, but he's (laughs) there because they feel obligated. (laughs) So, to the point where he started actively working against them at a certain point.
1: (laughs) His mom told all their moms that they have to hang out with him.
0: Like... Like, it reminds me of that, like, that one meme people make of Ben Shapiro where it looks like, Mom told me you need to find a three-player game. (laughs) (laughs) So he first showed up in Amazing Spider-Man number 46 in March 1967. The Sinister Shocker.
1: It's frankly amazing to me that he's this old and has sustained himself for this long.
0: He's more of a comedy character now and like honestly like when a lot of people write him now, yeah. He's actually a really good fodder for jokes.
1: So, fair <laughs> enough. I guess you do need like a henchman type dude sometimes.
0: Yeah. Also, uh I just want to say what the, what this cuz it feels like it's halfway sexual. Um, who says this isn't Marvel's age of vile new villains? You and Spidey are about to be jolted by the Sinister Shocker.
1: Oh, boy, honey. Oh, honey.
0: <laughs> this was before the famous Spider-Man No More. Like, you know, where you got that famous panel of, like, the, the suit and the trash can and Peter Parker walking away. is basically where, like, the Sinister Six was just, like, slowly being him down.
1: Sorry, I just remembered that uh, Shocker is the villain that, in the 90s cartoon, uh, Spider-Man with the symbiote, like, hunts down. Get back here, Shocker! Shocker! You can't
0: escape me! I'll chase you to the ends of the earth! Let's get to his. Fascinating backstory. So, Holman Schultz, Herman Schultz was a unsuccessful burglar with an aptitude for working with tools. I'm guessing that could be the uh, multiple reasons. I <laughs> would be multiple meanings. Sure, he, yeah. He does work with a lot of tools. Uh, he worked with a guy who called himself the wizard for a long time, so... You know what? That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> He hangs out with a guy who, who who honestly has a really cool power, but he calls himself Overdrive, like he can God. basically he can basically like modify through touch any vehicle. During his third prison term, Schultz was assigned to work in the prison workshop, which he became determined to develop a tool that would open any safe quickly and silently. After using stolen parts, he built a prototype that would that would produce vibrational waves that could shake any door loose. He was nearly killed by the shockwave feedback. Hmm. Um and once his once in his own workshop he created a special uniform made of foam lined fabric that would absorb the vibrations. We talked about another dude who had to have a special suit so he wouldn't kill himself with his
1: own tools. We did, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, Rattler. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a theme. <laughs> he al- Yeah, he also did the vibration stuff, yeah. Now, something I'm noticing here is that this guy, like, created this super cool prototype in prison using stuff they give prisoners. It feels like you could, like, land a pretty sweet engineering job. It seems like you're pretty good at mechanical engineering. Just maybe...
0: You you know what like vibe, like vibration vibration based tools would also be good at like mining.
1: Yeah. But just just in general if you have like the kind of mind where you can like create this kind of stuff with such like See, uh, uh, basic tools like I I feel like you could very easily land a like a, a real job and stop robbing banks.
0: Like people would forgive you if you made like a life-changing
1: even, even like, your foam suit that absorbs, like, vibrations would be like, I'm sure there's real good applications for that kind of material.
0: So, uh, what he did was he placed the vibro shock units on his wrists. But he he put the vibro shock units on his wrists and it, they activated the through thumb controls. And he dubs himself the Shocker. Um, so I know that, uh, Electro was introduced before <laughs> before him. Mm-hmm. And he's not exactly, like, a subtle villain. Yeah. I feel like the Shocker would have been a better name for anyone. Like, if he called himself, like, Vibro or something. I, mm, mm, I, I mean, know. that's
1: not, like, worse than the Shocker is the thing. He <laughs> oh, could have called himself, like, Quake.
0: Well, there is a Quake who has similar powers, but through
1: herself instead of yeah well you know what she didn't go down to the patent office and copyright her name so you no know, tough luck yeah he began his career
0: by burglarizing an office where he first encountered and defeated spider-man Bet spider-man felt real dumb Well,
1: will see what happened is he heard oh the shocker i gotta watch out for his electric powers and then he sent a vibration at him
0: he <laughs> was like oh no they did the switcheroo It'd be like if Hydro-Man called himself Fire-Man, and he was just like, oh no, I'm gonna get geared up for all this fire, then Hydro-Man just Blaze drowned I'm Blaze
1: Everburn, get ready. Nice try, Blaze, this suit is fireproof. What the hell, was that water? Got him. See, the thing is, that only works once, that's why Shockers now a joke.
0: The next fight took place in a bank where Spider-Man defeated the criminal by using his webbing. See, there you go. To keep Schultz from bending his thumbs, even lamer, uh, <laughs> to achieve his to activate his uh, vibro shock units. You and got the one win,
1: and you were robbing an office. You really should have started with the bank, bud. Dude, you could you could have just skipped town and just yeah, went you'd... someplace else. What like what what, what, what what were you even stealing in in the office, like? their their lunch like their catered lunch they're having some chipotle and you really wanted some of that it smelled really good from outside so um freed on parole he
0: stole an ancient stone tablet earlier stole uh, stolen by the kingpin uh, and recovered by spider-man when shocker attempted to sell it he found that it was too hot to dispose of through normal channels, so he turned his energies to robbing an armor car, and 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 then he got in a fight with Spider-Man. I, I just and I just need uh, to
1: back up to the point where he didn't consider the difficulty of fencing an ancient stone tablet before he stole it.
0: Hey, he's a very smart man. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. and, uh huh.
0: And guess guess uh, guess what Spider-Man used to uh, make. Shocker, not shock him with vibrations. His, his, uh, was it his webs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After he used his web to blind Schultz, he then Spider-Man with his ten tons of pressure he could <laughs> do with his fists, uh, mm-hmm. maybe hit him real hard, and he was just like oofed. So uh, luckily, his vibrational shielding didn't make him a dead man. Nice. So
1: that's pretty good. It doesn't Once, imply that Spider Man was trying to murder him.
0: No, no, no. Spider Man was just like I could probably punch him really hard without killing him because of that suit.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah, Spider Man's a gambler. Man. Although,
0: although, although, if he was wrong, he would have punched straight through him. <laughs> that that's going to be my what if what if story. What if Spider Man <laughs> punched through everyone like he should?
1: Speaking of the Shocker, though, and Robin banks and all of this, the Shocker really highlights kind of my issue with Spider-Man here, because Spider-Man, Spider-Man sees a spank robber happen, he flies out and he's like, alright, Shocker, we're gonna fight, and now they're throwing these vibro blasts everywhere, and webs going everywhere, you've put all these people in danger for, like, money that the bank has insured, you should have just let the dude leave with the money, what are you doing, bud? All he wants to do is rob some banks. Let him just rob some banks and like. But that's buy how a that's yacht. how
0: you introduce villains and heroes. There's a bank robbery, and either they get away or they get stopped. That's how you do it. Either it's kind of like how the first encounter
1: higher levels of danger.
0: Well, well it's kind of like how the first first mission you do in any D anD D campaign. If you're just, you know, for new players, you just throw them up against a c- couple of goblins that That's are, so like, true. harassing people. <laughs> you know, bank robbery, like, bank robbers are the goblins of the superhero but world. But it's
1: not even like Shocker has, like, bigger plans. He's ju- He just wants to rob some banks, man. Like, he's got nothing else going on.
0: Honestly, you know what? If you just let him, like, rob a bank... He'll probably be set It just yeah, go that's away. that's what I'm saying.
1: It's not like Scorpion who's like, oh, no, I'm infused into my suit. Or like, Vulture's like, I'm going to steal the youth from people to be immortal. It's like, he just wants to rob a bank. Let him rob the bank. Come on. Uh,
0: he then escaped from prison months later. Mm-hmm. And embarked on a scheme to extort $1 million. Oh, boy. <laughs> Which was more at the time, but okay. honestly, still way too low. We I- still had- all, uh... We had billionaires back
1: then. Yeah, a real Austin Powers moment, huh?
0: But he wanted to, you know, extort one million dollars from New York, which I feel like they'd be oh, new- from the entire
1: city of New York.
0: <laughs> no, like they could be like, cool. Here's a million dollars. Yeah, leave.
1: No, so that is actually beat for beat <laughs> the joke from Austin Powers, where Doctor <laughs> Evil wants to. Okay, <laughs> yes, great.
0: I think, although I think they might have stole it from Shocker. <laughs>
1: Although, in Dr. (laughs) Evil's defense, he was, like, cryogenically frozen for, like, 50 years or something. The Shockers just was alive at the time and didn't know how much money a city has.
0: Like, New York New York City is one of the most populated cities and is a major economic center.
1: Like if everyone in New York gave him a dollar, he'd have more than a million dollars. <laughs> like
0: like if he if he was just like, "Okay, I'm going to hold this city up. Everyone give me $1."
1: Yeah, like just, <laughs> what are you doing, man? And
0: back then and back then that would be enough to live until pretty much retirement. Yeah. If he didn't spend it all extravagantly, it's 60, let's say 68.
1: Uh, total population still about 70 million in, uh, 60. 7, 7.7 7 million in 1960. So, uh, like, hey man, like.
0: <laughs> he could have just had everyone give him a dollar and minorly inconvenience everyone. So he severed select power cab- uh, cable junctions beneath the streets and he blacked out specific city blocks to spell out a pseudonym thus proving his power. This poor boy.
1: This this guy's the Jeb Bush of villains.
0: <laughs> he, he he definitely found out that his dad died from the news. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that story? He found out that his dad oh, died. Oh, that's real? On, on the news. He woke up at 4 a.m. and turned on the news and found out that his dad died. His brother didn't call him. <laughs>
1: yeah (laughs) no jeb bush and the shocker are the same guy for sure (laughs) oh man (sighs) the shocker tells the people of new york please clap
0: when the mayor refused to give him a million dollars even though i'm pretty sure the mayor of new york could probably take a million dollars out of the personal bank account because most mayors most mayors and and governors come from pretty rich stock yeah
1: you have to have a lot of money to run a campaign
0: Especially in a place like New York, but probably has way more
1: money. I don't know what his net worth. Uh, 2.5 million, so. Yeah. I mean, that dent, is, that dent is net worth, but. It would dent it, but he would still easily be
0: able to live. When the mayor refused, he attacked Queens Power Station and then was defeated when Spider-Man locked his vibro unit to the on position. Hold on, really?
1: He attacked Queens? Queens, yes. Okay, yeah, really sending a message there, Bud. I'm sure the mayor really cares that you attacked Queens.
0: Yeah, you know the the place that he obviously wouldn't care about. That's where we put our poor people. Yeah, this,
1: <laughs> he really is dead, This is like so sad.
0: Well, he had to get to Spider Man's area at some point, but but you you went over, but you got you skipped over the point that I said right after that, oh. which was Spider Man revbbed up his gauntlets to where it was on the arm position, and it basically backfired on him. Oh, I see. Uh, and he slammed into an iron wall. Two wall. And he basically knocked himself out. This is
1: very sad.
0: <laughs> he was never meant to be a very powerful person.
1: <laughs> oh, buddy. You know what? I'm clapping for you, Shocker. I'm clapping for you.
0: I hope that little turtle thing you carry around all the time. <laughs> oh man! Just think of all the benign evil he'd be capable of if he was in office right now. God, man. So, um, the criminal genius Egghead helped wow. uh, the shocker escape again. So he could join the egg, uh, Eggheads, Master of Evil, along with Radioactive Man, Tiger Shark, Moonstone, and the Beetle. Uh, they were all hired to perform menial tasks and acquire valuable equipment needed by Eggman. I mean, Egghead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for his criminal schemes. And then he sent the Masters to attack the courtroom where... Uh, Uh, Hank Pym, the former Avenger at this point called Yellowjacket, was standing trial for treason. Mm. So far, there's only been one person I've talked about in the over 300 issues talked about (coughs) that was actually convicted of treason.
1: Oh, wow. That was Eight man Well done. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry, I'm still a little fixated on the part where you slipped and called him Eggman, and I'm really imagining Shocker having to work for Eggman and fight Sonic the Hedgehog. And it's it works. It really does.
0: I may have gaslit Mike at one point, <laughs> uh, because I accidentally said Eggman for the entire episode of the uh, of the thing. And then at one point I started saying it correctly, and then you said, I thought you said Eggman. It's like, no, I didn't. I was saying Eggman the entire time. <laughs> Pim was implicated in was implicated in the escape and was forced to work with Egg uh, Eggman uh, Egghead. Crap. <laughs> See what? Okay, I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the song that goes through my head every single time I say Eggman, uh, which is the uh song from Sonic Sonic Adventure Two. Not as as bad as the one of two uh, level-themed raps for for Knuckles. Oh, right,
1: right, Knuckles' is iconic raps, I remember those.
0: I love that dumb game (laughs) so much. It's so dumb. And it's also, I mean, it's also where you got the most handsome hedgehog, Shadow.
1: (laughs) The ultimate life form.
0: The ultimate life form? Well, technically the copy of the ultimate life form. Because the Ultimate Life form's is actually this giant dinosaur thing.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I've never played those games. No, I only did. I
0: played through them multiple times and 100 percented it.
1: Only Sonic games I've ever played are the Sonic Inflation Trilogy on Newgrounds.
0: Shock- Shocker was captured by the Avengers when the Avengers were like, Yo, Pim, why are you working for one of the only villains you have? And uh,
1: Shocker was
0: captured. Given so a that was kind of collateral. They
1: were going after Pim.
0: He was given a post-subnog suggestion by Egghead to cause him to incriminate Pim even further. Nice. But eventually, the plot was discovered, and Pim was rescued to staying trial. And then the shocker was imprisoned again. Weirdly enough, his up to this point, his confidence in himself was not shaken. But at this wow. point, it was
1: considerably shaken. <laughs> I mean, I do like how that whole last uh, storyline you described, you, you framed it like it was a Shocker storyline, but it was very clearly a Hank Pym storyline that he happened to be in.
0: <laughs> so, I just I just love how, how much confidence he's had for years. Honestly, you know what? I'm going to clap for him, too.
1: Way to go, Shocker, you know, yeah!
0: Shocker! You know what, Shocker? You're the hero we need. <laughs> You're mediocre and you don't get stuff done, but guess what? Most of us don't. And most of us are mediocre. Yeah, if every, if everyone was exceptional, no one's exceptional.
1: Thank, thank yeah. you, Randy, and superhero movie, The Incredibles.
0: So I'm I'm coming to grips with something I should have realized a long time ago. Uh, superhero stuff is in in inherently very uh, or like or at least follows like the strong man theory most of the time.
1: It slips very easy to fascism. <laughs>
0: It's very easy to make a story into something fascist and I'm just like eh, I could I could deal with it since it's mostly <laughs> fictional. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's a thing. You're like, you can easily make <laughs> make just about anything. Like just Spider-Man
1: alone. You could I make mean, like Ditko was an objectivist, like he was written as a Randian hero.
0: <laughs> he escaped again and established himself as an assassin for hire in South Bronx. He was Dude's hired.
1: persistent, I'll give him that. He was Always on his grind. By,
0: he was hired by an industrialist named Steele. Wow. Actually, the Nazi war hero. I mean, Nazi war criminal, not hero. Uh, Ver- Baron von Lunt. And he was to kill his old, old opponent, the aging mercenary, Dominic Fortune, who is one of my favorite superheroes. I mean, not superheroes, but just a dude who hmm. shoots a gun. Yeah, he was he was the person who defeated Turner D Century when he had his "You're not old, Ray" on and was killing all the young people. But he was old enough, and he and uh, so like he he basically just shot him. It was just like basically <laughs> turned to the turned to the reader, just like young people are cool. And then and then he got deaged and stuff. Okay, but but yeah, but Dominic Fortune is real great. He, he wears, like, a leather, like, leather, like, uh, jerkin type thing mm. that has a heart over his heart. Wow. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Shocker hoped to prove himself by killing both Fortune and Spider-Man, thus regaining his self-confidence and also collecting a sizable bonus. But, uh, whenever he tried to ambush Fortune at the uh, Kennedy International uh, airport uh spider-man uh was the only one there and um and he finally learned though it took him a while it just like it took him a while to lose confidence in himself which again good on you for having yeah. so much self-confidence i lose self-confidence if like a person looks at me wrong <laughs> <laughs> but um he he realized maybe i shouldn't have these ex- uh, these vibro blasters external Maybe I should mm. put them inside the suit, where
1: you can't just web them up. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense to me.
0: He gained the upper hand, but Fortune showed up. And uh, just ripped the uniform off of. And then he was uh, All right, daddy. real sexy. Real sexy. Oh, and he is a daddy. And then uh, he was turned over to
1: the...
0: Mm. And uh, just kind of repeat what we were saying just like he escaped yeah like you know almost gets something done then gets beaten up it's into jail and then just kind of just over and over again it's kind of his deal He's pretty good at it by now so um he's five nine uh weighs 175 has brown eyes brown hair he doesn't do a lot of exercise and he's able to, like, use a lot of force and push things around with his vibro uh, shock units. But he doesn't really lift a lot of weight. Doesn't have any superior powers. He has, like, vibro shock units. Like, they, they make a lot of noise in a direction. <laughs> like, like they, he makes, like, punch noise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, he should not be confused with the mutant shocker. Who I don't know who Shocker the Mutant is, so we're does gonna- Does he have look. electric powers? I don't know. Uh I'm gonna look up here.
1: I'm looking him up, Randall Darby. Oh, he's got claw hands for some reason.
0: Oh, he's called the Paralyzer now. Why does he have claw hands? Let's talk about let's talk about Paralyzer <laughs> for a moment. Yeah. The shocker. Didn't show up in a lot of issues, but, um, it's a mutant that has two pincer claws that can shoot electrical current, and he can also grab people with them.
1: What is
0: this? He claims to have mastery over electricity. It displayed that talent when he resurrected the living dynamo named Zach's. And that's, by the way, Zax is the last character we're ever going to talk about in oh, the, the, the living characters. That
1: makes so, sense. I am seeing here that he fought Spider Man and did win. That must have been kind of surreal for Spider Man to fight another shocker.
0: He was recruited by Magneto alongside Burner, Slither, Peeper, and Lifter. And Boy. we're going <laughs> to.
1: Lifter? Come on. So, guys. So, Come so, on. so Burner.
0: So so burner, uh, I guess has fire powers.
1: That makes sense to me.
0: Yeah, uh, slither is
1: a um. It's probably like toad, huh? but snake. It, it's it's a snake. Yeah, toad, but snake. It's yeah. a snake, dude. <laughs> um, do you want to guess who Peeper is? No, I really don't want to. <laughs>
0: hey, t- you sure? You sure? Yeah. Are you thinking are you thinking like Bat Boy with just like real big eyes?
1: No, I'm thinking he's probably like invisible and a pervert.
0: No, no. He has real big eyes and also probably a pervert.
1: Oh man, that's like actually maybe worse than that's sad. This is depressing me.
0: And his powers is X-ray vision, telescopic sight, and eye beams. That is definitely a perverse power. Yeah. And uh and can you guess what Lifter's ability is? God.
1: Like <laughs> Why is he named a lifter though? Like come on guys. Uh he can he can
0: make he can make heavy objects light.
1: Well, that was unexpected. I will give him that.
0: <laughs> he he still lifts things, I guess.
1: Yeah, I I guess. Sorry, I am I am on the uh Marvel Wikia, uh, looking at, uh, Shocker, the mutant, and I am seeing under unusual features red claws instead of hands and feet. So, is this telling me that he has claw feet? That's... That's horrible, because these aren't, like, conducive to walking. Looking at his hands right now, man, Jack Kirby just turns out another banger, huh? Thanks, Jack. Oh,
0: uh, yeah, the king, he just, um, he doesn't always hit. So, yeah, I guess we're done talking about the shocker. Were you uh, shocked with how Christmas-related this episode was?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, let's do plugs. I run a podcast called Audiomorphs, where I take the young adult science fiction series, Animorphs, and I just read it out loud. And you can hear those at audiomorphs.podb.com or by searching audiomorphs in any sort of like podcast aggregate format that would, that would search for podcasts for you. It it will turn up. I also run a second podcast called OK Crusader, which is kind of like this one, but if it were like super horny and weird, um, I get so horny and weird. (laughs) I, I get guests on and, uh, like Jesse and, uh, we go through the unofficial Marvel fan wiki, and we select random characters, and we discuss how dateable we think they are, and they get put on a list. So you can find that at shoutengine.com slash crusader, or by searching okay crusader. just you know, wherever you would look for a podcast.
0: So my name is Jesse, I have a podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids. Uh, Daniel... Has been on a couple times and will be on more times. Uh, I also have a little cryptic cat myself who is currently being real cute and sleeping on my coat that's gonna just soak up all his fur. <laughs> um, uh, and his name's Dexter. If you wanna look at pictures of him and I'm about to post some real good pictures, uh, go to at MarvelousMooch on Instagram. I also have. Uh, a Twitter and a Facebook group, which will both be linked in the description. The HodgePod group for Facebook and at Alphabet Flight on Twitter, where you can see the pictures of the people we we're talking about. So if you want to see this is ever overly confident shocker, you can see a picture of them. Well, I also have a Patreon, and if I get uh, enough money to cover my hosting fees, which is $20, $25, um, I'll do an extra episode a week where i talk about the pets of marvel from the marvel pets handbook and this has been alphabet flight and everyone should be more like shocker i i'm I'm coming out of this i'm coming out like good on shocker at this so you know have the confidence in yourself to keep on going like shocker does even though you're mediocre bye please clap And freak knuckles, and we're at Pumpkin Hill.
1: You ready? I ain't gon' let it get to me. I'm just gon' creep down in Pumpkin Hill. I got to find my lost piece. I know that it's here. I can sense it in my feet. The great emerald's power allows me to feel. I can't see it.